Welcome to the Potluck Podcast. We are happy to be back, coming to you live from the front porch. A different front porch, but <laughs> we are on a front porch. For a quick show today, to give you a recap of the Cow Pie Bingo, the epic uh, event oh, yeah. at Commerce High, and a couple upcoming deadlines, all that and more on the Potluck Podcast. Listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. And here we are again after more than a month off. We're back to record a pod. Me, myself, Colton Dean. Uncle Song to my left. It's, it's, it's a different setup here mm-hmm. on the front porch. Usually you're on my right, so this is kind of different. It is. We're living in the upside down. <laughs> but we're here to give you a little pod. It'll be it'll be short and quick, uh, quick and easy. We got a couple pods coming up pretty soon that won't be so short. Maybe a mega. Maybe. Maybe a mega. On the horizon. Uh, something to look out for. But, Uncle Song, how we doing? Doing great today, Dino. Uh, looking out over a new vista. Uh, if you guys don't know, I'd like to extend a congratulations to my fellow co-host, potluck boy, Colton Dean, on a new house. Mm. That's where we're at, out here sitting on the ground on his front porch at his new house, uh, looking out over the Madison County landscape. You mm. heard that right, folks. This man has made fun of me for years <laughs> for my Red Raider ties, and now he has an association. I'm a Madison County landowner, so I guess I have to... <laughs> You're halfway supporting the Madison County Red Raiders now. Yeah, kind of am. I'm get, I got tax money going to them. You do? I mean, Not very much. No. Less no. than Jackson County. Yeah, I'm just barely over here in Madison County. It's a beautiful little landscape over here. Got a little house built, you know. Uh, thanks, all. I appreciate the, the well wishes and the congrats. So. Yeah. You, you're, you're in a new house as well. Neither <laughs> of the potluck boys have the same house, but here we are. New season, new house. Yep. Um... So, where we left off, I don't even know where we left off in the last episode. Where did we leave off? I don't know, man. We were recapping a bunch of stuff, and that's what we're going to do again today. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, if you've been on Twitter at all over the, over the past weekend, uh, last few days, you know about the, the cow pie bingo that, uh, that went on at, at Commerce High. I was not able to make that, but Uncle Son, uh give us your recap of that event. Yeah, so uh, this was a great event for the Tigers. It was an event to raise funds for the football team, uh, put on by the, I guess, newly formed Commerce High School Football Booster Club. Uh, A little bit of a separate but kind of joined entity with the Commerce High School Athletic Booster Club. Uh, It's really being led by some of the the parents of of football team players. Uh, And I think the Gaddises are really in in kind of leading the charge there. That's uh, Tasha and Anthony Gaddis, Got to know them a little bit over the summer working on the field house. Great folks. Uh, they invited us out to cover the event. Uh, it was a cool event. I When I first heard of it, I'd never heard of a cow pie bingo. Uh, <laughs> but what it was was there was like, I don't know, 500 square feet maybe roughly uh, like marked off on the practice field. And then one of the players, uh, Cohen McClure, who's also an FFA member, uh, offered his show cow 
uh, Elvira. Got to meet Elvira up close and personal. Got to pet Elvira a little bit. Got to see some folks ride on her. Uh, it was, as she came out, and what we were doing was we were waiting and watching for her to have a bowel movement. Um, and if if you're accustomed to rural life like we, we are, you know, you, you watch cows from time to time. And it's kind of interesting to watch a cow take a dump, you know. So that that's what we, it's a weird way, it's a weird thing to say. I don't say. know about all that now. I just want to stop you real quick and say I do not co-sign that, but go ahead. I mean, it is a very weird thing to say, but it is entertaining just watching cows. But we were out there watching watching Elvira, and uh, she never made the move. Um, so the the whole event was kind of resolved with a drawing out of, out of uh, a helmet, actually a Commerce Tiger helmet. And Eric Redman won mm-hmm. won the event, won twenty five hundred dollars, and then turned around and gave the money back to the Booster Club. Yes, sir. So uh, big thanks going out to to Radio, and uh, that was a class act move. Um, also, during the event, we, we had a lot of time to kill because we were sitting there for like over an hour and a half. And uh, the Gaddises like set us up, up a tent. So there was a tent for WJJC. There was a tent for the Commerce High School Booster Club. And then they were like pretty adamant about giving you and I a tent. And uh, you weren't able to make it, so it was just like me sitting at this tent. So Miss Gaddis and uh, Miss Hall, she's Colin Hall's mom, came and sat with me and started selling some extra cow pie tickets where they sold mm-hmm. out. And uh, we were sitting there, and, and Tasha was like, you know, we got a lot of hot dogs left. And I was like, you know what, we should, we should just have a hot dog eating contest. And like, she immediately sprang up and went and got the hot dogs. Yes. Talked to Craig Fisher with WJJC. Craig pulls out a $100 bill out of yes. his pocket, and he's like, you know what, I'm in. So he offered $100 to whoever won the competition. And we'll just say it was a competition between a bunch of high schoolers and, and myself. One podcaster. One podcaster. Uh, I was I was proud of my. You held your own. I did. I We're going to post a video later. To, well, when, whenever this is posted, when, when this hits the Twitterverse, two hours later, we're going to post the video. It. The one thing I want to say is I am proud of my performance. But if you've never competitively eaten hot dogs, the bread is what gets you. I don't know about two hours later now that I'm saying that. We'll post it at some point. <laughs> Once this hits the Twitterverse, check the thread on the Twitter, and it, it'll be under there. Your eventually. brother recorded it for me. He was, oh, yeah. he was very good it's a, with it's the a camera. It's a fantastic watch. But uh, the bread got me. Like, I was, I had that first dog down quick, and then the second dog well, that's, yeah. got, like, it, it removes I mean, all the moisture. You got to... You got to dunk. I, I saw we all had the water bottles, though. That's a key. You needed a cup. Right. You got to dunk the bread. Or if I, mean, I how, have you not watched a hot dog eating it's contest? It's been a long time, Dino. I watch every Fourth of July. You got to dunk the bread. Yeah. That's the key. And it that's was what a Draylen, Dr- that won, Draylen Martin won, he was he was pouring the water on the bread. And that he pre poured. That was key. It was, he had key. such a great strategy. And like, he I had just, four in a minute, right? Four in a minute. And I not had bad. three. Not bad. Uh, second place finish. I'm not. I am proud, I guess, because it was like quicksand or like concrete in your mouth, and I just had to like the last dog you'll see on the video. I just had to shove it in my mouth, which is kind of hilarious. But, uh, uh, you know that solid. that was the, the hot dog eating contest, and uh, it was fun, truly. And but you know we got to do that. Got to interact with the parents and the players and the fans, which was great. Um, 
Coach Hollers did a little interview with the WJJC guys, and we were fortunate enough to do an interview after the the event with some of the seniors on the team. I got to sit down with them yeah. and ask them some questions that I had been wondering for a while. So um, I guess without any further ado. Want to put that now? All yeah. right, here they are. The seniors, which is a big class. What did we say, 18? 18 or 19 seniors. So we got about half of them here on this recording, yeah. maybe a third of them. So let's go ahead and get right into it. All right, so uh, welcome to the Podluck Podcast here in Field Edition. Tonight uh, we're out here on the back porch of the prestigious Steve Savage Fieldhouse here at Commerce High School. Uh, I'm surrounded by main, uh, members of the Commerce High School football team, seniors um, mostly, I think. Is anybody not a senior? Oh, all seniors here. I was talking to Mason earlier, and you guys have, what, 19 yes, sir, seniors so. this year? It's a big senior class. Coming up for the 2021 season, we're really excited uh, about what you guys are going to do this season. Uh, I hope you guys are too. <laughs> um, we're out here tonight to do uh, Cal Pie Bingo, which is a fundraiser that the Tigers did this year. I think uh, I was talking to your mom earlier, and the fundraiser raised like $20,000. So it was a big success. Um but I wanted to get together with you guys tonight to kind of talk about the season, ask some questions. When we were growing up, there used to be this cool, like, TV show. It's called Friday Night Under the Lights, and they do, like, preseason interviews on TV. And uh, we kind of wanted to do something like that with, with y'all this year. So I'm going to start off with uh, Draylon Martin. Yes, uh, returned. Last year you played fullback and yes, defensive back. Yes, uh, had a great season. Uh, 858 yards rushing on 127 attempts. 12 touchdowns, uh, so that makes you uh, returning the leading returning rusher. Um, last year, too, you played fullback and slotback. Yes, sir. So tell us a little bit about what the difference is between fullback and slotback, or A-back and B-back, yes, as we call them the triple option. Yes, sir. Well, the way I look at it is fullback is more of a – you got to be like – you got to be the boss man on that offense. You got to be able to pound the rock. And you just got to be able to give it to him for four quarters long. Not as much running as a back, but you got to be you got to be a dog. Yeah. Um, a back, on the other hand, um, a lot more running, um, but it's less getting hit by big old linemen or linebackers. It's more of taking on little corners or safeties and just making a move and being able to. Um, get in the open space and um, show everyone what I got in open space and what I can do. Which one do you like more? Um, well, A-back is more of my natural position. Yeah. I've played that since rec ball. And actually, my sophomore year is when I got moved to fullback and fell in love with it. Didn't want to go back to A-back. And now I'm back at A-back and I'm back in love with it. <laughs> and don't want to go back to fullback. So. I hear you. Yes, sir. Um, Lambda, this next question is for you. you. You play center. Uh, I think I heard you say earlier this will be your second season. Yes, sir. Starting at center. Um, I played center a little bit back in the day. Um, what's your favorite block to make? My favorite block, it doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's awesome. Whenever we have a counterplay and I'm able to block back on the defensive end, mm -hmm. they have no idea what's coming, and I get to absolutely blindside him. They used to call that an ear hole block. I don't ear know hole. if they still do that because I think that's illegal now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Those are great blocks. Yes, sir. That is my favorite block. All right. Uh, so the next question goes for Mr. Gaddis. Uh, this is Mason Gaddis returning right guard, left guard, left guard. Yes, sir. 
uh, last year, number 56 on the field. Um, you recently, I, I saw on Twitter you tagged us at Potluck Football. You were going to a camp at Gardner-Webb. Yes, sir. Um, how's, how's, like, the recruiting process going and, like, the summer camp stuff this um, year? For me, as of right now, the recruiting process has been kind of slow because on the line, if you're not pushing the 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six measurements as high, it's hard to get recruited. But luckily for me, there's still the triple option teams that are still open. Hopefully we get something from Gardner-Webb. How big are you? You're a pretty big guy. Like uh, <laughs> I never noticed that until I saw you in person. Yeah, but. Um, about six foot and a half. Okay. Almost six one. Um, two forty. That's pretty good. Yes, pretty sir. good. <laughs> um, also have Landon Worley here, returning quarterback. Saw him uh, before he actually rode a cow bareback at uh, the cowpie bingo, and it was pretty successful. Um, I saw him earlier, and I wanted to ask him a question. Uh, last year. Not too long ago, really, about six, seven months ago, you guys played Irwin County on this field right here. Um, you made a game-preserving tackle down here in the red zone that forced Irwin County to uh, attempt a field goal, and they missed it and gave us another chance to win that game. Tell, tell me a little bit about that and, and how what your favorite parts of playing cornerback is. Well, like a game-winning drive, when you make a tackle, you just get up. And all the fans are standing up and cheering. You look over to your left, you got the student section that done moved down. It's actually a great experience. I mean, we were we were going crazy in the stands. I mean, <laughs> that was a great tackle. I, I was thinking about it the other day. I don't know if you guys watched the 2018 Rose Bowl when Georgia beat Oklahoma. There was a drive um, where at the end of the game where Roquan Smith made a tackle and brought up fourth down. And it reminded me a lot of that play. Like, he tackled that guy basically with, like, one toe. But I remember you, you came up and, and uh, forced him inside and made the tackle, which was it was a great play. Um, also joined by, you don't have to help me with your name, Kimani, Kimani, Kimani Horn. Yeah. Rising senior, saw Kimani a little bit uh, last year in some relief action for Air Diaz, number 69 at the, the kicker spot. Uh, Kimani, you going to be kicking the ball a little this year? Hopefully I am. Uh, got to try new things if they don't have me at kicker. I just fit in somewhere else on kickoff. Yeah. Go help the team. You did pretty good kicking the ball. I mean, we didn't see hardly anybody else other than Eric. Uh, enjoyed seeing you last year. I mean, uh, I've been kicking since rec ball. Then I took a break about eighth grade. I hurt myself. Came back. Coach Brown put me back there. Told me, show me what you could do. So I, I showed him that I could kick a little bit. And I guess I got moved to second string kicker. Uh, you got to make a spot somewhere. <laughs> Uh, also joined here with by Ethan Epps, uh, number 51. Played a lot last year on the defensive line and made an impact uh, going down through region. Um, Ethan, what what are you expecting this season for you on the defensive line? Um, same as always, just giving it my all for my brothers as we always have for four years. Um, punching it through, looking at every man and every opponent the same, just trying to make it to the next week. Who... Uh, Who's the toughest player you ever had to, to go against in the trenches? Um, you remember them by name or number or team? Probably, probably um, one of the ACAD linemen. Um, they're always, yeah. They always got some pretty good studs out there. Um, always just super over-the-top big guys out there. Yeah. Um, not sure on the number of the names, but um, they had this one this past year. He was just out. 
baby. Yeah, big boy. Made a pretty good play. He was, uh, I think it was third, third down or fourth down. Came out, full rushed him, and made a sack on the uh, quarterback. Very nice. Very nice. All right, uh, going to move along here with some more questions. Um, Draylon, so with with you guys, I think you guys have like three or four or five guys that are returning yes, with uh, starting experience, maybe a couple more with game experience. Yes, um, so that really puts y'all in leadership roles. Yes, when when you think about leadership, how do you define that? What does it look like on a day-to-day basis? It looks like right when our alarm sounds in the morning at 6 o'clock or 6.30, it's getting up and knowing that you're going to have to come lead a team you're going to have to come lead a group of people, and some of them may not be ready to um, to take on the day, to take on the daily grind, um, but you have to come get them ready. You have to um, give them motivation to get ready and to get better each and every day. Um, it's not easy, but it will pay off in the long run. And Also, it's not only being a leader on the field and hooting and hollering at the younger guys and they do something good or bad. Um, it's being a leader off the field and taking the guys out to eat. Um, just always texting the guys, making sure they're okay, making sure they don't need anything. Um, just making sure they're getting their rest and um, preparing for the next day and keeping their bodies healthy. So you're talking about motivating people and, and kind of watching out for the younger guys. Who do you really see in the backfield right now coming up? Because uh, I know we're going to have some holes in the backfield. Yes, this year, some guys we have to replace. Yes, sir. So, who do you see right now so far in the summer? I actually see J-Bo Daniels. Um, he just moved here from Banks County, as most people know. and He's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the backfield, as well as one of his good friends, Jakari um, Huff. He's also going to be a, a force to be reckoned with. Um, we're just, the A-backs in front of him are just trying to trying to get them tough and get them ready for Friday Night Lights, and I think we're doing a good job with that. But they're going to be a big key part um, of this Commerce offense in the future, and they're going to have a big role of leading the team and doing what Commerce always does, that's running the ball down their throat. Yeah. I think the biggest difference there is, you know, the speed at, at the varsity level is much yes, different than it is at the middle yes, school level. Yes, and a lot of these guys have been at camps, like statewide camps, and yes, I think sir. that'll help. Yes, sir. Um, but it is still an adjustment. Um, Lambden, you had a, a big offseason in track and field. Yes, sir. You do the pole vault for the Tigers, won a state championship. Um, do you like track and field better or football better? Personally, I do enjoy track and field just a little bit better. Uh, as much as I do love football, my heart's on the track. But Really? I, w- I wouldn't have thought that. It may be surprising to some of y'all. <laughs> that's I am looking for a future career in pole vault. So. Well, I mean, you, I think you have the school record now, yes, right? Yes, sir, I do. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. Mason, I got a, another question for you. Um, what's the biggest challenge that you see coming ahead for, for y'all's team this season, whether that's an opposing team or something internally with your team? You know, what's what's the biggest challenge? Getting used to like the different uh, play calls. Say so it's the same uh, type of plays, but the way that they're working. Yeah, getting used to that. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because Coach Hollers was talking earlier, and he was talking about running the option plays, and he was using the same names 
that we used, you know, when I played, talking about Syracuse or Oklahoma or Kentucky or, you know, Buster. I mean, all those different plays were plays that we ran. And so I, I can understand, like, coming up, you have to learn it a little bit differently. Um, let's see. Draylon, I also saw uh, talking about Mason's recruiting or, or recruitment earlier. You got an offer for Bethel College yes, and sir. had a visit at Navy. Yes, Is that sir. correct? Yes, how's how's recruitment going for you? Well, recruiting was it's been honestly it's been very slow and frustrating. But now um, Navy came along. I went on the visit and was just mesmerized by their campus, mm-hmm. their their culture, and um, just everything in Annapolis, Maryland was pretty awesome. Um, it gave me a, a home feel. Um, their culture and our culture is very similar. It's all hard-nosed. It's all old school, which I like and I want to be a part of. And also, they run the triple option. Um, yeah. Well, with Navy, um, I have to I have to take the SAT, and in order to qualify for the Navy, and in order to them for them to give me an official offer. I will have to make over a thousand on the SAT, and after that, that will be all she wrote. Um, I feel like that's where I want to go. I have no reason to visit anywhere else. Um, I feel like I want to call that place home for the next four years after high school. That's, that's cool. I know uh, Army Navy is one of my favorite games to watch every year. I remember a couple of years ago they played in the snow, and it was like one of the best football games I've ever seen. Um, talking about linemen. So I asked this question to Draylon uh, earlier. Who do you three – are you are you on line? Come on in. Okay. I thought you play linebacker, right? Outside linebacker. Outside linebacker. Okay. Uh, so who, who do you guys see coming up as line linemen, you know, on the line of scrimmage, offense and defense right now? Um, Pat, Pat Mintz. Yes, sir. Yeah. Right now we got um, two, what are they? Sophomores. Sophomores. Um, they're gonna be. Uh, we got them in to give us some time off, especially uh, we're gonna be having to be playing both ways and the right. same thing. Coach Hall has been preparing them mentally and physically uh, just to get them ready for the high school level. Cool. Uh, one other is Hampton Hunter, which we saw him some in our uh, elephant package last okay. year, and I think he's gonna be taking the role of right guard this year. Okay. Cool. He's been out for the past two seasons because of uh, unfortunate unfortunate ACL injuries, but hopefully this year we can keep him healthy and he can uh, fill that spot at one of the tackles. Yeah, he looks like he'd make a good tackle. Um, well, that was about it, boys. I appreciate y'all coming on and, and talking more football. Really looking forward to the upcoming season and seeing what y'all have in store. We'll be cheering y'all on. We'll be tweeting. Uh, Yeah, anytime. Thank you. Thank you. And an excellent job from the potluck podcaster himself, the host of the interview this time, Uncle Psalm. Great job, Psalm. Well, thank you, Dino. I I was really kind of nervous about it because when we do this, you're the host. It's kind of my block. It It is. I've got some experience in radio from working Georgia Southern Athletics in college, Georgia Southern Radio. Uh, been a host, been a DJ, been a been a you know play by play guy. I've done a little bit of everything, so, so yeah. it's kind of in my wheelhouse. But you you kind of stepped out on your own there. It was proud of you. Nerve wracking, but for this introvert, it was a big step in Proud-ing personal growth. That was great. That was great. So uh, 
Let's talk about just a, a few of the notes you had down for those player interviews. Um, which one do you want to start with? Well, I think there's several things in those interviews that were, were interesting. Uh, the first thing that I wrote down uh, came from sort of the beginning is that we, we see a, a switch here for Draylon Martin from uh, fullback yeah. to slot back. Right. Um, he's going to be featured this year, and I really expect him – to have more yards. I mean, last year he had almost 900 yards rushing from the fullback position, right. which is, is wild. And those were tough yards. Uh, so I, I expect him to have a lot of success this year. Um, he talked about kind of some upcoming guys that we already talked about, but uh, Jakari Huff and Javo Daniels, uh, both of those guys are incoming freshmen. He really talked about grooming those guys and preparing them for the future and getting playing time this year. Right. Uh, he talked about toughness, which is That's a big a, yeah. thing for Liam. That was one of the main things he said. was like, yeah, we got to get him, toughen him up. Get him yeah. Get Friday Night Lights. <laughs> uh, and you, you've seen that in Draylon's growth over his career. He's gotten a lot bigger. He's gotten a right. lot tougher playing fullback. And I, I think it's interesting that he's passing that on to the next group. Um, secondly, we talked some recruiting news. Um, got two guys – had two guys on the show – uh, Draylon Martin and Mason Gaddis, who have made some noise a little bit in the recruiting circles. Uh, Draylon talked about his offer from Bethel College and then a visit to Navy, which was really big for him. Uh, basically came out and said, you know, this is where I want to go to school, um, which would be a great fit for him. Um, really expect him to blow up this season and maybe re- receive some more offers for some option teams, maybe some unoption teams or not option teams. Navy would be a great fit. It would. The the program, they've got good coaches up there. Um, and then talking to Mason Gaddis, you know, he was a little bit discouraged about recruiting, but I really see him as being a great target for somebody. Um, he's got good size. I, I didn't really realize that until I met him in person, but he's a lot bigger than I am. Uh, 6'1", almost, and 240. He's been going to Gardner-Webb been going to Kennesaw State, I think both of those schools would be a great fit for him. I tell you what, you, uh, we talked about it when I was listening back to the, the interviews, but you really missed a missed an opportunity at the Roy D. Mercer. You almost had it. Uh, nat- you almost naturally did a Roy D. Mercer. <laughs> you were like, how big are you? You should have hit him with a, how big a boy are you? Yeah, uh, I just missed it. You almost naturally did it, though, so that's pretty impressive. I, uh, I guess that's who I am. <laughs> uh, also, talking about linemen, Got to sit down and talk to Ethan Epps. Never really got to talk to him before. He's another big old boy. And uh, I, I really think he's going to make some noise on the defensive line this year. Uh, really surprised by those two guys and their size. Talked to Kamani Horn. Um, one of the big questions coming from last season is, who are we going to have step in uh, for Eric Diaz, or Eric Diaz as we like Eric to call Diaz, him? Eric Diaz, the you know, All-state kicker, probably – I mean, arguably the best kicker in commerce history. Um, I don't know who would argue. <laughs> He's the GOAT, man. Yeah, he, he is. And we got to figure out who's going to replace him. And, and Kimani, it's good to talk to him about, you know, his kicking history and maybe getting a step into that role. Um, I think naturally one of the things that you want to talk about are the challenges of this offseason because it's been such an interesting offseason. It's definitely been different. Um but Gaddis spoke about that a little bit and talked about the terminology difference, which I, I think was was yeah. worth mentioning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was really the things that I took away from that in, interview. It was it was awesome to sit down with the guys, um, 
you know, in a, in a way, sitting down on the back porch of the, the field house kind of took me back a little bit. So it was it was fun to meet them and really excited for their futures and excited for this season. Yeah. Hate that I had to miss it. It looked like it was a, a really fun time. More uh, fun than I expected. Yeah, it looked like everybody <laughs> had a good time. It was packed out there, a bunch of people so from the community and players, uh, families. So it looked like a good event, raised, raised some money hopefully. And um, – also check out the uh, you posted some pictures while you were there the field house and some of the updates that that, that, are, that are still ongoing so head to our Twitter check that out um, any last saving graces from the player interviews or is that wrap it up that's pretty much it for the player interviews uh, I did want to mention that Rob Jordan from WJJC interviewed coach Hollers and there oh, yeah. was one thing that I, I really took away from that interview is that we have four new coaches on staff Um Let's see, Coach Tucker, Coach Cooper, Coach Simmons, and Coach Cannon. So, you know, we talked about in a previous episode, we were losing a lot of assistant coaches. Very coach names. Yeah. (laughs) They just rattled them off. Tucker, Cooper, Simmons, and Cannon. Tuck, Coop, (laughs) Sims, Cannon. (laughs) Can. Just shorten them all. Just great. But one thing I did find out is I think uh, Brandon Simmons was a former running back at Kennesaw State, and he's going to be helping with the running backs. Okay. I thought that that was a good pickup yeah. for the Tigers. Um, did want to mention that. Uh, also, we had a couple more developments, I guess. More people are starting to get their preseason shows out there who mm-hmm. also covers the Tigers. Uh, Blitz Sports. Cover the region, yeah. Yeah, cover the region. They they produced their, their preview uh, podcast this week, and they really highlighted a couple of things I wanted to mention. Um, this season – potentially will be the 25th consecutive playoff trip for the Commerce Tigers. Um, they talked about that a lot. That's kind, of, that's kind of a big deal. I think there's only like one other team that has more mm-hmm. uh, consecutive trips than us in the state. Um, they gave a prediction, for went through the schedule, said that they think the Tigers will be 7-3, and 8-2. and two. And then the juiciest piece of news from their podcast was that there is a quarterback battle going on for the Tigers. You know, uh, Trey Huff has moved on, transferred to Lincoln County, uh, so that left a vacancy for in the Commerce backfield. Um, and transfer, Landon Bunn was on the team for two years, transferred to Jackson County, transferred back to Commerce. Um, he is in the quarterback battle, along with senior Trey Garnto. And Tiger fans will know Trey Garnto from his work on the defensive side of the ball at the corner position. I believe he's number 18. Um, He's been played on the defensive ball at least for two seasons, I believe. So that was an interesting piece of news that there's a a quarterback battle going on. Yeah, we kind of knew that would happen uh, with Huff kind of leaving, but uh, definitely keep an eye on that and see who wins out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, as you mentioned, we'll have uh, our preview show coming up soon. Uh, but do check out Blitz uh, and their preview of the Tigers. I think we retweeted it, Mm -hmm. so head to our Twitter for that. Uh, check out that uh, what they did there if you want to. Um, but Uncle Solomon did a good job highlighting the main main points there. We'll have our mega preview out. A um, couple other things to look out for. They have um, Cathcart and Coach Hollers are <laughs> on Score Atlanta right now, kind of as we're recording this. Uh, check that out. I'll I'll post that link in the thread on Twitter along with Son's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> so you can you know go for the highbrow or the lowbrow. There. <laughs> uh, 
uh, in the in the thread that we post with this episode. Um, what else, Son? What am I missing here? Well, what's we wild? To, uh, I'm go, sorry. Go what's ahead. wild about that Cathcart Hollers interview is that's live. They're yeah. streaming that live. Uh, so I, I think that that's pretty interesting. Um, also, you got your, your deadlines for yeah. Let's go over some quick deadlines for the commerce folks. Uh, the program ad deadline, as well as the field ad deadline, is July 31st. Uh, the best way I think to to get involved with that and make sure you you hit that deadline if you want it, uh, want to get your ads in on the field or on the program is probably to head to Facebook, the Commerce Booster Club Facebook. Kind of the only place I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, why not? I got I got I've already promised so many stuff in this thread. I'll link that too. <laughs> this, this thread of this show is going to be really long. I'll link that in there. Uh, you can also take care of that at Picture Day. Uh, they kind of lumped everything all together on July 31st. Yeah. It's kind of the big day for all those deadlines. Uh, the Booster Club. So there's still some dates left open if you want to get your 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 Super Tiger passes. Um, gives you access to all middle school, high school sporting events, excluding the playoffs. We have the you know the the Cub package, which is 200 Tiger, 400 Super Tiger, 750 uh, Tiger Den. How about that? Didn't that used to be Big Cat? That used to be the Big Cat. That's Man. what that's what we're going to be this year. Big Cat. We should have. I wish they wouldn't change it. I love that name. Twelve hundred, <laughs> and then uh, student for any current CMS or CHS student fifty, fifty dollars only for those current students. So, um, the days to get that would be the middle school open house or the high school open house. The high school open house is seven twenty seven. The uh, middle school open house is seven twenty eight. Song is pointing at something. Yeah, these dates too. Yeah, in those the evening. Have, those have all passed. Uh, July 31st, picture day, 9 to 11, and then August 2nd, uh, 6 to 7. By the time this comes out, the 20th probably won't be an option. You could go the 22nd, which is uh, Thursday. 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 So you can go the 22nd on Thursday from 6 to 7. Um, I'll link this as well. Just dropping links like just hotcakes out here. But I uh, wanted to get that uh, into everybody because I know we have some supporters that want to figure out how to support, and that's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. The easiest thing to do is just come to Picture Day with a big old wad of cash, and you can and take just hand it over about anything you want to. And if I if I, I'll be out front, if you want to if you want to hand it to me, you can. <laughs> if you want to go in and support the Tigers, you can do that as well. Uh, we do have uh, merch coming out. It is on the way. Our first batch, first edition, our first run is on the way. So um, be on the lookout for that. We hope to get it in your hands uh, by kickoff. That's the goal. And then we may, depending on you know the success, what, how we feel about the the merch, mm-hmm. we may drop a link to where you can just order online. So um, do uh, do check that out once we get it here. But it's coming. Yeah, big thanks to Dino and his brother Matt Dean on that. They've been oh, yeah. handling that. Matthew designed our Matthew shirts. Matthew designed it. So uh, so it's pretty neat. Um, so y'all. Buy one if you want to. Yeah, we'll have them. Uh, we'll have them for sale after we, you know, after we make, uh, assure the quality. Uh, yeah. we don't want to put out any any garbage. We got to test them out. Yeah, it, you know it. I, I don't even know if I'm going to wear it. It because I was actually I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about. Uh, anyways, it got it got brought up about some something about the uh, like bands wearing their concert yeah. tour shirt on on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, the Rolling Stones, you know. I thought about that. Wearing the, the Rolling night. Stones on, on stage. It's like, are we going to wear our potluck shirts? <laughs> we are. We I'm going to wear them at home at least. I'm pretty pumped about it. It's them. a cool shirt. So, yeah. so uh, we're looking forward to, to getting those in. Um, any last second thoughts before we close this show out? 
I don't think so. Just really it's a excited. Beautiful, beautiful overcast day, low 70s, not yeah. too bad. Uh, we're looking forward to the the mega the mega preview show is going to be a lot of fun. I think yeah. we'll have a lot of good stuff for you over under win totals, have games of the year, a lot of good stuff that's going to go into that one. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put in the next few weeks of prep work for that. And uh, song final thoughts. I was just saying, I'm ready. It's been a while since the season. Uh, season ended basically at the beginning of January, and now it's going to start back up in August. So it's probably one of the shortest off seasons in history. Uh, so just really excited about the Tigers and, and what they're going to accomplish this year. Man, football is in the air. You can almost feel it. Mm -hmm. Go Tigers.